But you couldn't move even a smidgen. You could not move. So it took every girl, it was about four days of the exact same pose, being perfectly still. And every single one of us will tell you we cried. Welcome, fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. Let's start. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails with Dimples. Dimples. And the artist formerly known as The Beard, but it's coming back. Coming back. Slow but sure. It'll be fun to watch this grow back, like, each episode. The journey. You know what's going to suck? They're going to know if we do them out of order. (laughs) Hey, his beard is longer than that. What do we got these out for? Fucking perverts. Perverts. What do we got a peep on our drink for? Perverts. Look at that. We gotta, let's get there a little closer. I'm going to go a little closer. Mm. Yeah, yeah I don't... Freaking prick peep is. Yeah. Can I try it? Is that okay? What sure. Do we, what do we got here? It's called the Dirty Bunny? Dirty Bunny. Dirty Bunny. Because we're interviewing some clean bunnies. We are. Some fantastic... I wonder if anybody anybody who uh, listened remembers when we were talking about the letters P-M-O-Y and what they might mean. Because they're, they're right... They're right there. Right there on their chest. What are we interviewing? Who are we interviewing? What are we interviewing? We're interviewing clean bunnies. One of them just happened to be a playmate of the year. Have you understood? Um, plural. He's bunnies. He said twice now. Bunnies. Not a, another bunny. We've already uh, interviewed a bunny, which is fantastic. And I appreciate uh, Debra Driggs for doing that. Great time, great, great exposure. We are doing it again. I like to think of myself as a bunny whisperer. <laughs> you bunny, don't want to know why. Bunny whisperer. Well, because we get interview bunnies. Hmm. I mean, so we're interviewing two bunnies, and uh, we're going to talk about, as you'll see when we get to the interview. But regardless, right now we are drinking dirty bunnies. Dirty bunnies. Dirty bunnies is consistent of Malibu and strawberry. And or raspberry lemonade. Boom. Yeah. Gotta have a peep, though. It does have to be decorated with a peep. And believe me, it's not easy to get peeps when it's not easy. Well, yes, yes. That was... Uh, we went to great lengths and spent... And we wanted we, pink ones. Couldn't even find pink ones. We, we couldn't even get pink ones. We overspent the five to $600 budget <laughs> on peeps. Again. For 12 peeps, $600. $600. Worth every penny. Worth... Yeah, well, I don't even like peeps. I don't eat the shit out of them. They're yeah, all yours. In a month from now. Yeah, when this when this is over, they are all yours. I will probably. Oh, you have to eat it tonight. Yeah, that one I'm going to have to And eat. the next drink. Yeah. So, regardless, the rest of them, I've already opened them all up. And you're letting them stay. They're all sitting on the counter. We're going to eat four of them tonight. We have two, I have two more packs of fours. Okay. I'm going to let them sit for a month. Twelve of them, 600 bucks. And I'm going to eat the rest of them after but, they're stale. To be fair, that included shipping, so. That's true. Not bad, then. I mean, if you throw the shipping cost in. Oh, then it makes it worth it. Right. Not terrible. I mean, they had to come from Peep Zealand mm. or Peep Australia. That's, that's where they raise these bunnies. <laughs> where they raise them. They're, they're raised specifically to be. That's all they're raised for. Peeps. And they like it. They're happy. They're happy to be eaten. Thank you. Thank you for eating me. So let's rate this bad boy. 
before we before we start interviews. The what time is it? I'm just gonna. Oh, we got dirty bunny. The dirty bunny. Hmm. Dirty I mean, bunny. Refreshing. Lemonade. Anything with lemonade is refreshing. It's refreshing, Forever. and I'm gonna. I mean. I'm going to give you a real solid reason why I'm giving this such an incredibly high rating. The Ooh. highest rating you can, you can come up with in our fantastic rating scale. A five. Because if I'm drinking this because I'm interviewing two bunnies, this could be piss in a cup and I'd still give it a five. <laughs> five. Wow. Five for the dirty bunny. For the lovely ladies. Deuce. Listen to that. Oh, it's delicious. Oh, part of the peep broke off into my your, drink. Your peep pooped my, in your drink? He did. Peep pooped. My peep pooped in here. Peep poop. I'm going to drink the shit out of it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's refreshing. Malibu. You know, I went through a big phase years ago. Malibu. Me too, until that guy pooped while I was sitting next to him. Past <laughs> podcast. That's true. Yeah. Great story. Yeah. Um, I'm not as high. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not high at all, thanks to <laughs> some recent events. <laughs> four two, I got. I'll give it a four two. I enjoy it. I would. I would definitely have it again. A four. I've never. I've never had Malibu with lemonade before. I never have either. Pineapple juice, Coke, Pepsi, Pepsi. Yep, but never Just uh, straight out lemonade. of the bottle. Straight out of the bottle. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right then. I like it. Five. We like dirty money. We've got um, big bottle of Malibu and a, the rest of the lemonade. So and now maybe it, uh, for the weekend. Now, for, now anybody that listened to our fantastic, as you called it today, an instant classic. Instant classic. Hypnotic breeze knows why we were using up the Malibu because our plans changed. We rescheduled this we, interview. Well, we weren't using it up. We just we opened it. We're, well, yeah, we were using up the hypnotic. So maybe this weekend we can drink the rest of it. Yeah, let's just keep Malibuing it up. Because we're... We need to feel we're in Malibu. Yeah, we need a drink for Friday night. Summer, summer, summer time. We'll find a, we'll find a special occasion coming up. We got a couple of special... We got some big stuff coming up. We do have some fun Fox, stuff some coming up. some big stuff coming up. You, you want to jump on board now. Get in. Get stay in. in. Start listening. Start at the beginning. Think we're discouraged? Think we're holding back? Those numbers don't discourage us. What numbers? Hundreds, hundreds of listeners? Let's just make drive us to do better and do what, more. What numbers? We have high numbers on That's every episode. Saying. Hundreds of listeners. It's amazing. We'll keep continuing on. We're you not. Know, we're close to six hundred. We're not. We're not backing off now. Close to six hundred listens. That's not bad. That's just yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. We're excited about tonight. We're doing our thing. Have pause. Fun. We're gonna break off. We got our drinks in, and then when you see us again, you'll see us with dose. Two. I like how the, look at bunny ears. <laughs> oh yeah. If we're closer, we could do it each other, but that'll be later under the table. Ha! There we go. <laughs> Hello. Hi. There's everybody. How are you? <laughs> Wonderful. We are great. Yeah, I miss you. Are, are you over your PTSD yet for me? No, I'm still suffering. I'm <laughs> drinking heavily, and I may need an intervention. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired, too, bro. Oh, my like, gosh. Oh. Like, I'm, I, I'm just not used to working like that. <laughs> I, 
I know. And be, hey, cheers, guys. Well, cheers, cheers to, to you, you both. So, uh, Salute. Yeah, thank you. Why? Wow, what is that drink? I'm so happy we're here. This is what, well, here's what's funny. Echo got me started on kombucha and vodka, but this is kombucha and whiskey, and I like it better. Oh. You're... I know it. It would have been Jameson, but I'm out of my Jameson, so it's Buffalo Trace. That's what I'm drinking. And kombucha. There you go. Got the Irish whiskey. Perfect. Got two, two whiskey gals here. I love it. Yay. And we're <laughs> and here we are oh, drinking okay, Malibu and lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Malibu. Oh, that's While we're drinking it. They have the girl drink. Right. Well, we did it in honor of you. Uh, yeah, it's the, the name of the drink is the Dirty Bunnies. So we thought for, for you two bunnies, we would drink the Dirty Bunny. I love it. I love it. So that's so we got the fufu drinks. <laughs> and, and oh, that's cute. With our with our even our bunny. Oh, you even have the bunny. I oh, love cute. it. Like, I have to put on my I have to put on my glasses we, so that I can see. <laughs> so we put yeah bunny peeps on the side of the glasses. And let me tell you, peeps oh. are not easy to find when it's not Easter. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. How the hell did you find them if it's not Easter? <laughs> Where, where there's a will, there's a way. We had to order them in, but it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, so we tracked them down in honor. So thank you to both so much for for uh, doing this with us. So my audio sounds a little bit off. As long as you guys can hear me, it's good, right? Yep, we can hear you for sure. Can you hear me? Can hear you as well. I yes. feel like I'm a disaster. I didn't get ready like I should have. Let's see. Hold it's on. all good. We're all improvising. Hold on. I'm lifting things up. I've got to make things work. <laughs> <laughs> Improvise. Yeah. We're good. We Here. love this spontaneity. Is, is that? Is that? Perfect. Hey, <laughs> Perfect. Working? Perfection. Should I do this? Should I do this? <laughs> <laughs> and for us, it bounces back and forth from you too, so it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Good. So where where are you guys? We are in Wisconsin. Nice. Yeah. So and I think when we when we talked on the phone that that night, there's some ties to Wisconsin, correct? One of you yeah. has ties to Wisconsin, or both of you? Well, I just love it there. Okay. Yeah. I've I've done some really fun promotions near Union Grove, Wisconsin. Okay. Well, I did a monster truck show with my very <laughs> first my first promotion with Playboy. I was a baby. Union Grove, Wisconsin, and there was a um, at at the A and W root beer because they I, in my Playmate data sheet I had put that my favorite health food was chocolate chip pancakes and root beer, <laughs> and so they said Miss August come in and see us you know come in and because it was A and you know A and W okay nice. That's awesome. Big time. That's when you know you made That's it. That's when you made it. Monster <laughs> truck show. You have arrived. <laughs> you have arrived. Yeah. Baby at starting. <laughs> there's a yeah, I think there's a lot of monster truck rallies here in Wisconsin. We do have more than <laughs> most people, I think. Yeah, I remember like snake bite and it was so awesome. Oh nice. <laughs> so where do we start? We start with uh should we start with both of your your uh, your introductions to Playboy? How you how you became Playmates? Um, the story. Well, yeah. I mean, 
I, I echo what do you want to start no you have to start because you're okay <laughs> <laughs> um for me i i had a boyfriend who it, it's so it's <laughs> kind of funny that brought me an ad that said playmates wanted okay, like, okay what does that mean golfing with the elderly playing checkers <laughs> with children that need big sisters what is it and he's like, no, Playboy. And I got very offended. And I called my mom, Ooh. little miss 18-year-old self-righteousness. But well, for one thing, I was I always used to hide my body. I would always okay. wear a t-shirt over my swimsuit. I never wanted attention like that. No way. And so when he said that and I knew it was Playboy, I was upset. Called my mom and she goes, Karina, this could be a huge opportunity <laughs> for you. This Yay, mom. I mean, we both know you're not going to college. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Wow. So, so I ended up, you know, going and testing, and I was terrified. Sure. At the, it was a talent scout here in Vegas, and her name is Marie Erickson. And when I got to her house, my cousin was swimming in the backyard. And I'm like, my, that's my cousin. She goes, that's my daughter's best friend. And I immediately felt comfortable. Oh, wow. And she didn't even take nude photos. They were in lingerie. Okay. And they sent the te- the photos that she took to the photo editor in Chicago. And they flew me out like the next, right after they saw them. Oh, wow. And because there was a set that wasn't working with this girl. And it's funny. I mean, Echo, we've talked about this, how... Uh, they would build really elaborate sets. And the weird thing is that you don't realize is if a body and a face doesn't go with that set, it, they they don't know until they're taking the photos. They have an idea of what they want. Okay. But it was not working with this girl. So they used that set and it was a bicycle and it looked like a French, you know, cafe and, and the bicycle. And they did my test shoot on that bicycle. Okay. And I mean, I had friendship bracelets on. I was just <laughs> a kid, you know. They had to cut them off for the real shoot. <laughs> it's just, you know, it was a test shoot. And then um, it's kind of funny. I tell the story because it's true. Hef, you know, he looks through all of these images. He's like, okay, you know, it's a lot of no's. No, no, no. And then he came to my picture and he started laughing. And Gary Cole said he had never seen Hef laugh you know he's like what's happening why is he laughing why are you laughing right but <laughs> she looks like a startled fawn <laughs> like, my eyes are this big because i'm like naked <laughs> yeah <laughs> what i was not used to this and um so he started laughing he said if you get that timidness of her being nude get her used to being nude in front of the camera and we'll have a playmate Nice. And I mean, then I get Playmate of the Year out of it. So right, right, right. Apparently, he was right. I mean, he always was. He always so. was. He, he, yeah, he, he, he knew. knew. He, he had an eye. Yeah, he definitely knew what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah, I love that. My story. And you got to be comfortable pretty, pretty quickly, huh? Yeah, well, I did a photo shoot with a live tiger in oh. Vegas, and and the thing went wild in the studio. First Jeez. of all, it was not declawed. A giant giant like 1200 pound tiger live tiger i'm like that's if that's not phototherapy I don't know what is. so then we go to her house and she's all it's i mean vegas is a trip anyway but i yeah. guess per capita the most the most uh people that have lions yeah i've tigers. heard that yeah the exotic oh, sure. animal yeah 
which I hate. I don't like it. But I mean, that's funny that they would put me with a live tiger, and this thing they would feed it so that it would be kind of lethargic. Sure. And I feel because they're wild, you know. And I was allergic. So I'm allergic to cats, and they are large cats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like welting up. I'm and I'm laying on this tiger, laying down, and I'm tiny on this tiger. And I wish I had those photos. And sadly, I do not even know where any of them are. Oh, okay. Wow. Again, Echo, things that I look back and I'm like, you know, she kept, she's so smart with all of that and her images. And I, I just was like, eh, I wasn't into the modeling. (laughs) I just kind of did it for Playboy and. And didn't think, oh, these are images I'd like to keep. Sure, yeah. Sure. yeah. Talk about being thrown to the animals right away, huh? Yeah, <laughs> so I was thrown to the lions and the tigers. Wow. Lions and tigers. Wow. Oh, lions. Yeah, oh, my. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, but a good story. Fun. You never said that you had a, um, a live tiger in your photo shoot. Yes, I need to find my mom. Their house flooded. And I had all of the negatives. It was back when you had negatives. Oh, sure. And they were destroyed in the flood. Oh, no. At my mom's house. I know it makes me sick because they were very, they were really cool. Yeah. And and then it, talk about not thinking about, in, in its psychology, you know, I was so, I could just feel this tiger, the, they're wild, they could kill you in one swipe. And I'm thinking... And it would start to get kind of playful a little bit. And so I would just slowly get, you know, move away because you can't make sudden movements. Sure. So I'm like, of course, I'm not thinking about being completely nude. And it was my first completely nude photo shoot was with that live tiger. Okay. And and it it is funny thinking about, I'm like, yeah, that that was smart because (laughs) the last thing I was thinking about was, oh my gosh, I'm naked. No, oh my gosh, I might be eaten alive yeah, you're just, <laughs> just in fear for your life at that point yeah. nudity was nothing yeah, right yeah. yeah oh fun wow good yeah nice story that's, for that's it fantastic wow echo how about you um so you know actually uh was it last week or two weeks ago when uh karina and i were were recording um we shared the first time because one of the editors we were talking to asked us about how our experience was and it was interesting because Karina and I shared and both of our mothers came into play and I was like, I had no idea that's how it occurred for you. And so <laughs> I was um, I was like, I didn't even know what Playboy was. I had modeled and I was 18 years old and I was moving to Austin from Santa Fe, New Mexico, where I grew up. Okay. And there was a, um, a photographer at a restaurant one evening that I was having dinner out with like my high school sweetheart. I think it was his birthday or something actually. And my mom and, you know, family and whatever. And Greg Gorman was there. And Greg Gorman is a world-renowned photographer. Um, and he, he um, I was introduced to him through a friend that was sitting at his table because he was in Santa Fe doing a photography workshop that he did every summer. So um, he invited my mom over to the table and he said who he was. And he told my mom, um, I am shooting a German playboy and I'd like to test. And my mom was like, absolutely and i was like oh hell no <laughs> so both moms were on yeah, board before both of you were on board kind of crazy that both moms were all about it before you two well, were. echo and i were shocked when we both when she was telling the story and we both were sharing our story like where we both just looked at each other like that's i haven't heard that before and here we it's 
fun to have that in common after yes. all of these years not knowing that right too. yeah absolutely the story's like being too we were both 18 going on 19 when we shot and, and i was told over and over that um i was like one of the youngest playmates um so uh anyway so my mom said yep you're gonna do it tomorrow we'll be there we're gonna do test shots and went to a studio and I was mortified, just like Karina was. So like, oh my God, what am I doing? Um, but he took some Polaroids and he sent them to German Playboy. And within, I don't know, twelve hours, she's been accepted, and she's gonna um, she's gonna be October '92 in German Playboy and get her ready because we're gonna go do the photo shoot next week. You were on the cover of that issue, correct? No, I was okay. not on the cover of that issue. So I, I, I have, I have a couple um covers but it wasn't that one um so did that couple you were on eight nine oh <laughs> lost track no, <laughs> so it's more than a couple is my point that's a lot we, I lost track of we tried to do our research <laughs> I, I i was being coy like i'm on some covers <laughs> right i'm like no that's amazing um, yeah, so we went and did the photo shoot, and it was it was extraordinary because Greg Gorman was shooting it, and he's like, um, I don't know if you guys know who Herb Ritz is, but uh, he was a super super famous um, like supermodel photographer back in the '90s, and so Greg Gorman was that style. So he's very artistic in what he shot, and um, half saw the issue and contacted Greg and said, who is that? I wanted to be this January, 1993. So two months after I shot it, I guess, um, I get a phone call from my mom and Greg saying, all right, you're going to the Playboy Mansion and you're going to be January 93. And then the rest is history. <laughs> awesome. Things That's... move pretty quickly for both of you, it seemed like. Yeah. And then it was so fun. I, I was just thinking about how fun it was to meet Echo, um, I think we, it was Anna Nicole Smith's Playmate of the Year party that we met, wasn't it? Okay. Wasn't that year? Because that was the first Playmate of the Year party we went to. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we laughed. The, we, <laughs> we just laugh <laughs> at the whole, because it's all so surreal. But I think that's why Echo and I bonded. We <laughs> Even back then, like, we just got the whole madness yeah. of it. So yeah. It was so like, fun. Don't take it too serious. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like, wow. Look at us. Okay. <laughs> so you do have been friends that long since 93 ish? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Funny, I, you know, got married, raised my daughter, and we lost touch. We just, it is what it is. You right. Know, and then he has her daughter. You just, you know, but yeah. every time we see each other, it's like no time has passed. Yeah, absolutely. Those are the best friendships are that way. Yeah. 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 We don't get butt hurt if we don't. You know, yeah. we're not like oh, I haven't talked to you, and it, I mean, years had gone by at one point, so it's like, yeah, it's just a sisterhood always. And then I'm I'm getting to know Echo even more, and just enjoying every bit of it with you know doing what you guys are doing. Right. Uh, yeah. Our Echo, you know, our our uh, bunny chronicles yeah and it's such a gift and i and i <laughs> i keep telling echo i'm like she took me kicking and screaming so i'm like i don't I, I wasn't and now i get it i'm like yeah you are brilliant let's let's do this so I mean, you guys know isn't it fun to it, it is very fun yeah, it can be, yes yeah we have we have such a blast doing it and and uh 
Yeah, so we definitely get it. Um, and we, we have a blast with and without guests. You know, we, we, we have a blast both ways. We love it with guests even more. But, yeah, right. we, we just... If we can't book, we just have fun doing it. Yeah. How did you guys meet? Uh, friends of friends. You know, he works with some some guys that I went to high school with, and that's so, so we met that way. And uh, I don't know, twenty five years ago. Twenty five years ago, something like that. So so yeah, we've been friends for since the mid nineties as well. So so yeah. It, yeah, and it really kind of blossomed in the past decade or so. But for sure, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Same thing with uh, Karina and I. We were actually talking about this when we were driving home from L.A. after three days of recording our last uh, three shows for the season. Um, and talking about it, uh, it occurred to me that so uh, my fiance um, moved from Santa Fe to Las Vegas. And when he was there for about six months, I was going there a lot. And when that occurred, I was able to see Karina a lot. So we spent a lot of time together like consistently for the first time in a long time. And, you know, we had already talked about, you know, doing something to, um, you know, honor half, whether it was bourbon by the fire. That was our bourbon by the fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, thank God for that. And then I told Green that oh my god it's so true so thank god for my fiance that you know we got that time together because i don't know that that would occur to me like to reach out to you and say let's do this together but it all occurred organically from that night it really did there's no there are no accidents you get some of the best stuff that way yeah Yeah, absolutely and i was like we need to do that like a lot do it more often yeah yeah yeah, things come out where yeah that you don't expect. You guys know. It's <laughs> yeah, we do. We're learning. Yeah, yeah. and we we. Tend- what, made you, what made you decide to want to do a podcast? Uh, we we did a lot of traveling together, and when we traveled, we cracked each other up, and we just you know we would go out and we would have drinks, and by the end of the night, we were. You know, just alcohol. Alcohol caused all of this. Well, a lot of hence it. the yeah. name cocktails. So a lot of it. Um, there are so many mornings we woke up saying, wow, too bad we didn't record that last night. We, that was so good. And then one day we just said, let's just, just start doing it and talk about stories. And then it progressed into, you know, getting guests on. And we brought the theme in. Like you said, alcohol brought out a lot of it. So we just started picking a cocktail for each evening. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it just started. It was just going to be conversations, and then we added the cocktail element and tried to theme theme the cocktails around the co- the conversation. And uh, yeah, so that that was kind yeah, of. The... I, I, love, I love the name of your show. It's brilliant. It's, it's so good. Well, we have to shout out to us. I don't even know it was a flight attendant. We were traveling, and we we were we got aboard the flight, and the flight attendant just said. Hey, um, look, it's- hey, she's like, what do you, what's the beard and dimples up to today? And we were just thrown off and we're like, oh, that must be us, you know? And then when we left, she's like, you know, have a great trip, beards and dimples. And we just, when we thought about a name, I'm like, you know, that flight attendant would had something there. Cause at the time his beard was a lot longer. <laughs> yes. When it was significant. So yeah, we went with it. We said, let's go with it. You definitely know, like, when you have something that's, like, bomb, you know, like, it just, like, yeah. you hear it and you think about it and you're like, that is fucking dope. Oh, oh yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. You know, it just, um, I just, you know, randomly, I don't know, it's probably been a three year, um, like labor love in my brain that I've been trying to put together and how it was going to be documented and, you know, which way it was going to go, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I had pitched you, not pitched, but we, when we were by the fire, that was what I, my intention was, was a documentary. Oh, okay. You just reminded me of that with the Bunny Chronicles. And she had already had that brainchild and had Bunny Chronicles. But it had which blew my mind. I was like, the Bunny Chronicles is available? Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, right? (laughs) Take it. (laughs) Yeah, when you find something that good, you, yeah, jump on it. Perfect name, yeah. Yeah, so, so, um, so going back to, um, you know, Karina and I sitting around the fire, evening and Vegas a couple of years ago, that's really how this all came about. And it was like, I had already had the Bunny Chronicles um, domain name, and I was in the process of rebuilding um, my website of echojohnson.com. Um, because I have like so like thirty six thousand images that I own and whatever, so I was trying to figure out a way of like okay, I'm writing now and I'm into photography, so let me just rebuild a website for EchoJohnson.com and I'll do some writing under there, and that'll be called the Bunny Chronicles. And then Karina and I sitting around the fire and we were just talking about you know Hef and like Playboy and like we can't believe he's gone and that and and especially because there was nothing done in his honor i mean there was no memorial we there was feel no like he was just thrown away really like like yeah. thrown i don't think anyone paid him the proper respects that he deserved i i feel like it was just like ah have you know and and echo and i both felt the same way and it was it became a kind of a not writing a wrong but in a way yeah, yeah like yeah yeah know, good for you advantage of him that we felt like took advantage of him prospered from him and then slandered him and we didn't see any of that i don't know anyone who did there are so many spectacular things about that man and the legacy that he left lives that he changed for the better yeah so i thought this is ridiculous we've got to investigate and and hear it from the horse's mouth and so every guest we've had every one of them says the same thing he was loyal Mm-hmm. He was uh, a perfectionist. He was a gentleman and a, and a scholar. <laughs> you know, it's true. He was. He, and we keep saying, we, we know he worked with this. He was a genius. Yeah. And he didn't build an empire by accident. Right. And it, there was more to him than those centerfolds. But he loved his centerfolds. <laughs> and he knew. I mean, not just, I'm just saying, like, as human beings, he, he respected women. It's not, you know, hashtag me too. Echo and I have both said this, that I felt more protected working for Playboy. In fact, when I went out into the real world, because I was so young and, and you know, Echo can attest to this too. You know, we were babies and you all of a sudden, you know, you're taking these beautiful images and then you have all of these, but I was protected. I was treated better than I've ever been treated in my life. Um, went to some of the most phenomenal places. Never felt threatened. Never felt solicit, you know, exploited. It was the opposite of that. Yeah, I you watched were, empower women. Yep, empowerment. That's what I was just going to say. Absolutely. That's well, great to hear. I mean, that really is. Um, 
I, what, you're, yeah. what you're saying. That's... Well, not not that it makes up for it, but cheers to Hef. I mean, cheers <laughs> we to I'll say that. Absolutely. Yeah, to our First <laughs> Amendment rights. He was huge on First Amendment rights. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's just been, I don't know, it's just one of those things, like, when the timing is right and everything just kind of falls into place, that's really how it's, like, occurred for us to go into the studio and and record 11 shows and get those under our belt and then just realizing oh my gosh we're really on to something that's mm-hmm. phenomenal yeah um I mean, we're interviewing you know editors staff writers photographers playmates bunnies and everybody that we're interviewing like the minimum amount of time they were there was like 22 25 years and the maximum was 55 years oh wow, wow. Just yeah to show you you know, not only the cow. It was a family. It was a. Fa- it still is a family. Yeah. Okay. How much they love Bob, you know, and 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 so it's just kind of been this. You know, I don't even know how it came to be, Karina, about us. You know, contacting, you know, Playboy and employees and stuff. But that's where it happened. And, and, and the it, funny thing is, it, it's just escalating, and it, it's like a domino effect. And they want to come on. And these are people that aren't public people, which makes it even more fascinating. Sure. Yeah. They're are these retired there. people? They're really not there to promote themselves. A few people, of course, were like, please use this platform to tell us about what you're doing. Tell us about what many of these people are not only retired, they were the they were they're part of the living and breathing brand that was Playboy. And it's what kept it going. And it's almost like we can hear Hef in yeah. the room. Yeah. We can hear him saying, yes, this is what it's about. This is what, because he was a man that would do things for people and never tell you that he did it for them. Okay. He would never brag. He was a philanthropist. He, con- he contributed to things that people don't even realize, but would never tell you, oh, I'm giving. You know, right. I'm, giving okay. to this, I'm giving to that. But, it, but I also think it's a beautiful thing, and he was kind of dichotomous this way where he i don't know what my hold on what is happening okay yes well, um, i just said okay to it <laughs> Did you? I, I just said okay we'll take a yeah. gift sure <laughs> you know he he was he was a very special generous interesting one of the most interesting men i believe of i, I know it sounds you know, I don't. I don't worship Hef. I I, I loved Hef. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, I'm like I worship Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, but seriously, Hef. I you know he's one of those people that he's a legend. Yeah, he's, well, he's definitely a legend. He's an icon for he's sure. A definitely icon, and I don't think people have even scratched the surface understanding. No what that means and and the branches that come off of that so the playboy brand is supportive of all everything you're doing so what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) not the woke playboy but in our opinion playboy no longer exists okay Playboy died (laughs) when half died because the people who took it over they completely just decimated what Playboy was in terms of the quality of the magazine and whatever. Well, I'll be honest, they, I haven't bought an issue in a long time. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, right. I haven't I seen anything. Print 
them. I think yeah, like it's, not, order, it's, I mean, they, it's not possible for the magazine to exist without him. It's one of those things where he was the mastermind and mm-hmm. nobody could recreate what Hef did. Uh, let's just face it. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so the, so his that. children didn't carry on or anything? Yeah. I don't know how that went. Well, so so his daughter, Christy, um, was the um, president of Playboy uh, from like the early, uh, she, she came in in the early 80s mm-hmm. and then maybe, I don't know, maybe a decade into that, she took it over as a president of Playboy into the 2000s and, and she stepped down and, and Christy was in, incredible and, and she did a really good job mm-hmm. in some ways and then, you know, there definitely was other ways that you know, half wouldn't agree with, but whatever. At the end of the day, she did step into that role and she was phenomenal. Um, Cooper, his youngest son. So you guys have, have you guys, you've already wrapped up season one of the recording then of this podcast, of the podcast? Pretty much. There's one we have to re-record. Okay. But um, other than that, we're pretty much, I mean, that's, Echo wanted all of those just in the can and then we were going to launch, but we already know it's, it's, it's going to, keep going and keep going oh i would imagine yeah it's a it's a great topic why don't you why, why don't we get into it a little bit you guys tell Thank us you. i was gonna say let you know give us the, when, back, when the it, background of it and when does it start when is it when are you gonna start airing them uh, so it will be launched in um august we just have to go through the interviews and pick out how we're gonna line them up in terms of the, you know capturing the audience and not whatnot um and then we're just working on our logo and finishing up our intro song and video and whatnot but sure that, we're ready to go and um like karina said you know my idea was just like oh we'll just have one season to start it off but every time we talk to somebody we're just pulling <laughs> out golden nuggets of history that we're like holy shit there's so much to delve into and yeah it's just, it's and things we didn't even realize yeah it's an endless story once you get into it i mean there's just so much to tell. Well, there's so many tentacles. Yeah. There, there's so many different connections and and people. I mean, it's it, it launched careers that people don't realize. I mean, it's it's infinite. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> comedians to actors to, I mean, A-listers and the best of the best in the business. So it, it's pretty incredible. So every episode, do you have a guest or is it? Not every every episode. We haven't just yeah, done no. she and I. We we haven't really done well, that yet. Well, except we did on the last show because our guest was late. So I was like, and oh, it ended know. up being hilarious. <laughs> 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 it's so funny because we we're, were exhausted and we had um, um, really had fun the night before in our. Seems to be a pattern. <laughs> And so we woke up and we knew we had one show. I was like, okay, it'll be easy. And he was, I don't know, 30 minutes late or something. So I was like, fuck it, just roll the film. And I had glasses on and like gold. I had my slim, my beef stick in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. Her gym slim. And we were just, I was like, let's just talk free flow. And it was awesome. It was really was definitely on board and really wanted to be a part of Playboy. Um, and they gave him the uh, the title of i think it was chief creative content director or something like that and within a matter of months after after half died he just realized like this is bullshit like this is not the magazine that my father oh. and i'm just gonna go ahead i'm out yeah 
you know. So, and and honestly, everybody, day, that's a lot know, of pressure. That was pressure, I believe, on Cooper. Oh. I'd love to hear that from his mouth because, I mean, he looked like his dad. He, <laughs> I, it's kind of interesting, and I would love to ask him because obviously I can't speak for him, but. I believe he just knew it, that his dad's legacy and to carry it on, he wanted to do things right, but his dad was, he was it. And and I, I would love to hear what he has to say about that. Cause I, but I'm, I imagine that he also was a side of his dad cause he's very much um, from what I've seen. Cause I don't know, know him, but just seeing, you know, I, I watched him when he slept in his little bed when he was a baby. <laughs> mansion creeper but it would help him sleep i would watch their because they had cameras on them and they went anyway but uh but i think that like i look at cooper and he's he's i think a side of his dad that his dad would have done had he not done the, the magazine does that make sense like he, like he has the love of his life and mm -hmm. he's he's a I believe Hef would have been monogamous i really do i think he was one of those romantics believe yeah. it or not and i think that he he had a few very strong, important loves in his life. And, you know, he had his heart broken. Yeah. And I, you know, even reinventing himself after that with all the girlfriends, I don't think, I think, you know, he's, he was blessed to have love in, you know, the way he did. But I think his, I think Cooper may have gathered things. Don't you echo that, that he just, yeah probably also said this isn't for me it just seems that way anyway okay yeah for sure for sure i would love you know, to hear what he has to say his perspective oh me too him. yeah that, that would be That's interesting we're, we're we'll have cooper on i think cooper will come on <laughs> oh that'd be awesome for sure he will and then hopefully christy but yeah. you know at the end of the day i you know i honestly like there was a big part of me that was like oh my gosh there's not a Hefner name attached anymore but then when I saw like what the magazine was doing and where it was going I was like there should not be a Hefner name attached to this because it is not Playboy it's just not okay. at all in any context so my understanding now is like they're just solely focused on like the brand and the bunny and merchandise and oh. Than that. oh okay which you see everywhere and that's another reason Echo and I thought you know, for these these kids that even my nieces and my nephew, they, I didn't. It was so weird. I remember I, I thought, which is strange because the brand is so well known and the more I get to know about it. But there was a time where I would never put, I remember they had the Playboy Bunny air fresheners in their car. And I remember just thinking that was tacky. <laughs> and now I, it's, it's a trend. I mean, everyone loves that Playboy Bunny head. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And my nieces and nephews and and sometimes i'll just see kids wearing it and i just want to you know i want to be like do you realize <laughs> you know what you're wearing and it's legendary yeah. like from sammy davis jr on legends all part of that brand so. absolutely i can't imagine uh, an evening at the mansion i just can't imagine all the people that you would have met well, that's another thing. I, I wish so badly I had taken, you know, I ended up being taken off the list because so many people want to be there. And they called me. I remember, I think it was Mary. Someone called me and just said, Karina, you know, you haven't been coming to the parties. 
um, you know, we're going to go ahead and, and remove you from the list. And, you know, I could call and get back on any time. But that's how gracious and thoughtful Hef was, too. And he wow. knew everybody that oh. were that came to the his to the mansion. Yeah, he would yeah. literally approve. Like I, I took um, I took a couple of my girlfriends there over the years, different parties from Austin. And I would have to send in photos of them that Hef would look at and say yes or no. And none of them got right. They had to write a letter and go, no, Hef, I promise she's really pretty. And the second go around, he said, okay. But yeah, he knew everybody that was, you know, that, that, that was, again, attention to detail. We're like, Hef was the greatest ugly people in my house. No ugly people. Well, I don't. I can't make it in then. Dang it. <laughs> There goes my invite. <laughs> but that doesn't go on today, correct? None of those. No, none of the parties. Well, somebody else bought the mansions. So. Is that what it is? Oh, that's okay. Crazy. Yeah. So, so you're having on your podcast a bunch of retired people. Yeah, um, a lot of are they mo- are they all retired from the? Yeah, so yeah, they're all retired, but okay. I didn't know if there's any current. Well, we, it's we'll where it goes. I think that we may have current. You know, I, I would like to take that perspective and 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 you know have more current people. I would love to have Crystal Hefner on. I would love to talk to all everyone and get their perspective on Hef and Playboy and what it meant to them because it's it's a topic that goes on and on it's kind of an interesting topic for absolutely sure. it is and now you gotta keep it alive yeah keep yeah. it going echo and yeah. i are doing it. we've been told exactly. that right echo we've had people when they're leaving they're like uh, oh my gosh you guys keep going keep doing this this is yep. so important hef would yep. be so happy and I mean, it gives me goosebumps. I'm like, wow, this—it's bigger than we are for sure. sure. I'm excited for yeah when it comes out. I really am. Absolutely, yeah. Can't wait to listen. Is it is it yeah. video as well? Yes. That's yeah. Nice. It, uh, yeah. That's why we, um, you know, are taking our time, and it's it's really like a full production. I mean, we have Playboy makeup artists coming on board. And- oh. No, I wish I had them today. They needed my hair. <laughs> <laughs> you both are beautiful. Um, to this day, yes. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be live. Um, we're we're launching it on OnlyFans, which is really gonna be a very cool platform to launch it on in terms of reaching like just a very broad audience. Yeah. Um, we'll obviously have our YouTube channel, and then it'll be on every audio platform. Um, but yeah, we're definitely gonna do the um, the video, and then um, I'm working also on a Patreon page, which I'm not real sure how that works, but I think you can put like your your videos on there, clips or whatever, Patreon. and raise money. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff we have. Like we we got it. There'll be multiple. Clubhouse. It's a lot. It's, I mean, it's just every time we we finish an interview or I get an email or Karina and I talk, we're like, oh my god, what about this? What about this? Yeah. What about yeah. This? Never ending. It's, it's, it's never ending. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The the ideas just stem into new ideas, and you really I, do. for one second. I'll be right back. Okay. 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 <laughs> Echo's exiting the building. <laughs> Exit stage left. Perfect. Perfect. Well, can I, I see my magazine on your? On yes. Your Wait. Of course. <laughs> of course. We got those. We each one has. 
you at either of both of you in them we, we did some All shopping three. on ebay awesome. <laughs> you're like i got your issue pages are yellowed it was two dollars awesome. oh no oh no not two dollars <laughs> believe me no they're, 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 the uh, the good issues still go for a little bit so yeah well if, that's why i have you i would love to ask you a quick question okay about your movie career oh i you know I love acting. Um, I, I'm kind of a late bloomer. I have a friend that went to Long Beach Film School, and he used to tell me when we were kids, you know, you need to be an actress. You need, and I was always in theater. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, and I, I just, I was told when I was probably 18 after I posed for Playboy, you'll never act now. This has just destroyed your acting career. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> well, that's, but you know that's not how things work. That's wait a it, minute. I it, believe it finds you. It finds you. So so he won awards. The director that I worked uh, with that I grew. He lived up the street from me when we were kids. Oh, okay. Beach. If that's what you're asking. <laughs> um, well, there are two things I want to ask you about. Um, it seems like you were just your movie hit on me. Yes. Yeah. That's won awards. Yes, that I won my like- first like best actress recent you know and that's recent and i feel very proud of that you team. should be heck the, uh, screw those it, guys that said you acting won't come your way best actress yeah. that's amazing yeah and what's fun is i'll be working with that same team in my first lead in a psychological thriller and it's it's called the ivory curse so okay um, we're we're see, you know waiting not waiting seeking we're knocking on doors to get the funding for that okay. um, I was just in another psychological thriller that we just got distribution for so I'm very proud of this this film as well I don't have a big I have a a decent role in it yeah. and mm-hmm. and then but I'm I'm excited for but I feel like you know I'm I'm gonna grow old into this because I love it you yeah. know. I do. I love it. I love storytelling and just humanity and and the human condition. And it's been a a real gift. You know, I love it. And I just have to interject and and tell you guys that Karina is an amazing artist. She is an amazing actress, producer. Look who's talking. Her art. Her art. Yep. <laughs> I but- mean, it, 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 it's it's just like it's just. You know, I pinch myself all the time, and I'm just so grateful for you, Karina. I'm so glad oh, we're doing this. Together. I love you. But <laughs> I do it without you, and it's just so great to have somebody that's like-minded and has like a lot of that creative talent behind them. Because she has things that I have no idea. That, like I've never acted; that's never been my repertoire, or anything. Um, and just bringing both of our talents together. Yes, I mean, it, it comes together very well. Yeah. Well, Echo, I was I was stalking a lot of your photographs. Though. They're amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Oh, all yeah. of those, for, yeah. for sure. Rad. I call it rad right. art. Yeah. Like, oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. the bunny just the images, all of her image. I mean, that she has, and it, they, again, brilliant that you held on to that and that you own all of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever you want with them. You know. Yeah, and then, um, uh, and then I'm sure you guys saw it on the Bunny Chronicles. Like yeah. Just start creating digital art out of nowhere. I was like, let me, let me mess around with my images I own. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I it's love that page. Yeah. You bring it a the old with the modern. It's right. We, the mix is really neat. Yeah. So many of them. Yeah. 
I, I, I haven't even told you this, Echo, but I can't wait. I want to get, there's one that I, I love, I'll show you, that I would love to get blown up and put in my office or in my house somewhere that you did. I just, the what she takes phenomenal photos. Like, mm -hmm. I was sitting on the couch and we were exhausted. I'm not even kidding. I think she fixed me a cocktail. I stay with her when I'm there. It's so fun. I get spoiled by her. And she's like, be still, hold on. And I had my glasses on. And she's and I was like, "What?" I was just literally reading, and she goes, "No, put your glasses down." Okay, now, and she's posing me. She takes <laughs> the picture, and it is so—it's like one of my favorite images. And it's, it's, so, like, it's so cool. That's it's awesome. Like in the moment. In the moment, perfect. that's perfect. Yeah. Love she, it. Uh, and, and and actually, what uh, Karina and I have realized too, just from all these outstanding human beings that we've had on to interview um, is that so first of all the level the level of um, expertise and um, and um, like detail that like have had for everything that he did whether it was the magazine or no actually it was just the magazine that was his, yeah. that was his life. like he, he he did everything right down to the font to the layout, oh wow like everything front cover to back cover and so we're just learning all this as we're going along and um everybody we've talked to uh we, we asked them a few questions and karina asked if you were able to say um anything to have you know whether before he died or in memoriam yeah, his memorial yeah service yeah. and and everybody just says you know just just thank you um, thank you, and it goes into the impact that that wedded Playboy or have have on you, personally and professionally, and we are all on the same page. Anybody from Playboy can attest to this and agree to this that working at that level and at that caliber of just like perfection in terms of of what was created and what was put out there, it's really hard to go from that moving forward whether you're you know writing or doing photography or like whatever because people don't get that that um like the the, the, the detail oriented the specific thing he held everyone we are all looking for whether it's editors or photographers and so like the photographers for instance are like yeah i just can't even shoot anymore because nobody gets like my concept and what i want arnie won't even oh. shoot and Barney, oh. yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. But it comes back to the whole conversation is that we all realize like everything that we're doing in our life is a complete byproduct of being involved with Playboy. You know, it's like, yeah, I love it. It's standard. Yeah. It's all from being in that world, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah for sure. So oriented. He had a photographic memory. And he he paid attention to detail, even with every human being. Like, I mean, there were things that he knew about me that shocked me because he took the time and he cared. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes anything beautiful and breathe well. Um, like a character we were talking about, you were asking me about movies and acting. It's the same, you know, crafting a character. Well, his magazine was the greatest character of all time. Like he crafted it. He he took the he, every like Echo said. We're learning that it, even things that we didn't even realize existed. 
that and and he was the first one that really did interactive media where he engaged the audience people you know even searching for that bunny but he found the best of the best and he wouldn't he wouldn't take you know say oh you know it's it's it he had a team of phenomenal people and you know hired the best of the best of the day you know through the 50s 60s 70s and on he got the best writers the best photographers the best but it was how they worked with him and could handle him too absolutely not easy to work for because he demanded perfection Perfection, everyone is telling echo and i that yeah uh, who was it echo that that said he 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 said um i expect you to do better to never do anything you know better or what was it i better than your uh better than your best it's like i, I don't yeah. remember the quote exactly but went yeah. right down to like the photographers were telling us that there was never a maybe picture would work it was always uh-huh. the picture. absolute That's everything was, was absolute or if it was mediocre if one thing was off none none he would he would redo a set and ex- and in extravagance where even the set designer he would have hundreds of thousands of dollars to work with wow. to build these sets um it was it was days you guys as you know yeah, yeah. So, so I don't want to. I don't want you guys to answer the questions here because it's your podcast. But I'm curious if you're if you're both going to be the the questions that you're asking your guests, the two questions that you're asking your guests. I'm curious if you're both be giving your answers to those questions about Hef. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, so like I said, the first the the last interview that we did with Jim uh, Jim Peterson, who was with the magazine from 1977 to 2003. He oh. oversaw the uh, Playboy Forum, and what was the other he one? He wrote the book. Board? He wrote the book, The Sexual Revolution. Oh, oh yeah, and, yeah. And, the, and Playboy's, um, you know, Playboy's, um, Playboy's responsibility for the sexual revolution. Um, and he asked us, you know, when we asked him that question, he goes, "Does anybody ask you?" And we said, "No." end of the day you know when we did say what the impact on us was it's all so relevant with everybody we're talking to yeah you know it's it's just like it's, it's obviously it's a it's people get emotional it's on the show don't they echo we've had people get very teary oh, yeah. nice. and yes it's very it, and it, the sad thing for us too is i feel like they didn't get to have their goodbyes so right that's another thing that this has become and you know it's not like all depressing and sad it's it's awesome but it there it's it's become very emotional because it it's like it's like a goodbye to have it's, it, it's it really cathartic c- cathartic yeah. for you i mean and then looking back at how incredible some people you know you take things for granted and you look back and go wow i was a part of that mm-hmm. that is pretty incredible something that changed the course of american history in many cases without people even realizing it 100 percent, absolutely yeah. and i think that's probably the biggest thing that's coming out for karina and i i mean i i know certainly for myself you know i mean we both are learning things that we had no idea about and we also talked about you know being 18 years old and going in and doing that you're 
very, have no very clue. Young, and I would not. <laughs> right. <laughs> At that age, um, you know, and it wasn't till I think maybe my late twenties that it that I really was able to wrap my head around like, oh wow, I'm really a part of history, and this is amazing. Mm -hmm. But now doing this, it's even that much more. more. It's just like we are a part of this, and this is sometimes Echo and I just stare at each yeah. other. We're just staring <laughs> at each other. Going, whoa we just heard that this person just told us that yeah well they just trusted us with that <laughs> and, th and that's why you got to keep going you've got to right. keep going th th how many stories can you un uncover this is amazing yeah you got and it like, like if you think about every decade whether it's the 50s the 60s yes. the 70s something was going on in our society at that point that was written about 1000% in the magazine. It's like, have had his, his finger on the pulse of everything. And it was, and, it was objective. It was, it was very, it was objective. We were talking about how now everything's a narrative. Everything's pushed by emotion and not thinking. There's no thought anymore. Now it's persuasive writing. And it's, it comes from a society that it, it's just, it, I don't, it's, I would love to hear Hef's take on all of these things that are going on because. I don't think it would be what people think. I think that he would have a very clear opinion on on freedom and what it really is and how we think that there's there's a collapse and and it's it it's like our first amendment rights for one thing or mm -hmm. it's like everybody is offended by everything and and you know I cancel culture hashtag you're canceled canceled you just hurt my feelings yeah it's crazy use my language it's like what oh my gosh and they don't listen if they if they feel like you know they have all of this wealth of what they think is knowledge and it's the opposite of it absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah. and no thought whatsoever it's so self-centered and you know me too me 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 i don't know the whole thing i and don't get me wrong, I, I'm so glad that things are, you know, things that are wrong, people should be held accountable for. I'm glad that Absolutely, there's light yeah. on so many things. But I guess what I'm getting at is if if, if you read the articles, he didn't, he didn't say I'm not going to have this right wing nut job on my magazine. I'm not going to have this left wing blah, blah, blah. It wasn't that at all. It was this is a prolific figure. I want to hear their perspective. I'm not going to push the narrative. I want to know what they have to say, what their views are. Not, um, we're going to try to bait you into what we want you to say so that we can push our narrative. And yeah. that's why I, I hate that any of that's lost. I'm like, I love yeah, our that, that style of journalism just does not exist. No. No, you're right. And, that's, and that goes back to why he had the best people interviewing, to your point, both sides. And he, yes. he had, yes, he always, you know, you always heard the, the goofy story, you know, why well, read it for the articles, but people did, but College people did. did. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, uh, you know, absolutely. learn a lot. You do. And, and truth, believe it or not, you know, like truth. Yeah. And, and you're like, whoa, whether you like it or not, that's what it was. And, uh, we were talking about, uh, I mean, you'll just have to listen. But, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so funny because, um, what I can't think of his name right now because my brain because of this. <laughs> hey, that's not full anymore. That's not full anymore. <laughs> but what's funny is um, he was even saying that Hef 
let him experiment. And he worked for National Geographic. And he loved working for Na National Geographic until he came over to Playboy. And he said mm. that it was more fulfilling and he actually got to have this freedom. And he was on these assignments and they were more sexual. It was the sexual side, but they would get letters from husbands. I mean, half-enhanced marriages because back when people didn't talk about sex, they would say, you know, how do I please my wife or this or that? So he would, he was this young guy and he's like, Okay, well, I better go figure this out. I'm going to go read about this, and, and and he would go, you know, interview, and during that, and and he also got all of these incredible things. I mean, you'll have to. We shouldn't give it all. Yeah, away, don't give too much away. You don't have to. No, no. I mean, very intriguing though. And and during the AIDS epidemic, and get a, you know, just all kinds of fascinating things that no one would cover. They were either afraid to cover, or you know, it it. Anyway, it, it's so cool. I, I'm glad to be a part of this, and I. It is. It is. So what thank it you, is. Echo. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm so happy that you two got together and did this. I'm so excited for yeah, it. Well, thank you. Thank you. Because we're just we really understand now. Like, wow, we are really on something that needs to be told and that needs to or wants to be heard, and. I mean, I tell you what, every time we're in that studio, I'm like, Hef is here with us. Like, F's, yeah, like, for sure. You know? So, yeah. Is there any, um, like you said, I mean, you guys were both, you gals were both started young, and it just took off from there. Um, what a whirlwind. Um, the start of both your careers, I can only imagine. All the attention you got right away and how quickly it went. Um, yeah. Came and went. Came and went. No, it was <laughs> no. pretty incredible. It really has. I mean, we are. I, I think Echo can speak to this too. We're we're blessed. I mean, it was it, it was pretty cool. <laughs> well, pretty that's true, cool. though, Karina. We talked about that. Like, What's up? So we talked about that. It's like you know, like you're hot for that. You know, year. The hard and part. Then, Let's yeah, talk about it, the hard yeah. part. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Let's talk about the deep, hard part of this. <laughs> we got to look. I mean, I look back. I remember seeing myself for the first time. I never thought I was pretty. I never thought I was beautiful. I never thought, you know, I was looking mm -hmm. in the mirror, ah, whatever. And when I saw my images in Playboy, I thought, wow, that's me. That's me. But then also on the flip side of that, when you're around the most beautiful women in the world, when you are it, everything else, it sadly you're you know still to this day I'll see models and and you know everybody's like raving over them and I'm like oh. and you're like I don't see it. <laughs> That's horrible to say, but I'm like man, wow, I you know because beautiful when I say beautiful women, natural, right. no cut, none of this weird shit. Like, right, sure, I'm with you natural and different all different but have had an eye and the face that went with the body because you could have a beautiful body and when you're nude your face doesn't go with your body it's weird it's like he's oh wow oh yeah there were so many gorgeous women that would test their face would be beautiful their body would sure. be beautiful but nude the face did not go with the body it's really weird that's concept. interesting yeah. never thought of that yeah that concept and and um and and just there was a softness a girl next door really mm -hmm. and you the women in the 70s 80s 90s it really was 
unique beauty too and all different shapes and sizes and but all just stellar women that so many of them still i mean i look at echo she just is still just as beautiful it, it's like lasting women too women that so many of them are even more gorgeous now and they're in their 50s and 60s i'm like how is that possible it's like have saw that too knew about skin and he knew okay age well and I, I don't know if he was very aware of that but whatever however he did that i'm telling you it's different from any other models i've seen it's just fascinating to me yeah, absolutely and 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 speaking of that like you want to hear about you know what came along with it and what challenges you know there were that we faced right um, i would say like first of all you're just completely blown away by the fact that, oh my God, I'm going to the Clay Mansion and meeting Hugh Hefner and like, what is going on? And then you shoot your centerfold and your centerfold is gnarly. <laughs> oh, oh we, we joke. And like, it's not even a joke. Like it is, every single, every playmate cries. Not one, it, that, uh, uh. Echo, what was your thought the first time you saw your centerfold? Um, like the after, oh, uh, well, okay. So the first one in the October in the German Playboy, I loved it and I was blown away. Um, and and I love my centerfold too, but I laughed at it because I knew how much pain I was in in that <laughs> fucking pose. And so <laughs> I could see in my eyes that I was like, you, you, I just want to be done with this. Dick well, thing. every playmate, and every that's playmate. That's like. All pose. It's not like you're moving around. It's one that has to like, I want the girl in this particular for days. Days. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> days. Like yeah. I'm not Wait, you're going in and out. The camera was World War One. It's like it's a, a it takes the big Polaroid pictures and there's no other camera like it. They he liked it it just gave the best they were called gatefolds. But you couldn't move even a smidgen. You could not move. So it took every girl, it was about four days of the exact same pose, being perfectly still. And every single one of us will tell you we cried. <laughs> I remember oh. starting to shake and I cried. And no, what's funny is like what Echo said, we look at our picture and I'm like, that is not a sexy look. That's a I'm dying look. <laughs> <laughs> There it is, and I'm done. <laughs> I'm gonna, like, oh have you God, got it yet? I'm gonna look at these so differently now, right? Yeah, I know, right? Oh my God, we're <laughs> <laughs> so true. You're gonna be like, oh, they look like a little bit of pain, right? <laughs> now <laughs> I am. <laughs> you know, it's a similar look. Let's be real. It's it's you know, <laughs> it's it's orgasm or death. <laughs> it's the, that look. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I think we have our line for right? this episode. <laughs> Orgasm or death. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, I'd be remiss if I didn't allow you to ask your question about Roger Dalton. I, I, I have to <laughs> ask you about Vampirilla. Oh, do you? Are you a Vampirilla fan? I'm a Roger Daltrey fan. Oh, then I, oh, wow, yes. <laughs> I, I saw that you're in that movie, and I remember it from years and years ago um, when I was a child because Roger was in it, so I 
watched it at that time, and I just rewatched it just so I could watch your scenes. Because <laughs> and that, but yeah, so I I'm, I'm the biggest Who fan ever, and so when I saw that you get you had so many scenes with Roger Daltrey, I just you know what, what was it like working with him? What an incredible human being! I will tell you because this is fun, and I don't get this question much, but. You know, in your trailer, when you're waiting, and you're always waiting on set, um, our trailers were side by side. You know, and I he would play guitar for everybody. He, w- he was mm. just awesome and very he what a pro to work with. And and he helped me through. I remember because I was still a baby then. I think my daughter was two, but I was you know learning a lot about being on set. I it was. I hadn't done many things, and I had auditioned for that, and and was excited to get the role. Um, but it, it, yeah, I think that was the highlight was working with Roger Daltrey. He was he was awesome. Well, I like and to hear that. Papa was dying at the time, and I remember I don't know how we started talking about that, but he was just so gracious and kind, and and yeah, and legendary, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it's nice to hear, you know. I, I, you know, you get scared that I'm going to ask the question, and it's like, oh no, he was, <laughs> he you know, was an asshole. Is an asshole. But <laughs> so this makes <laughs> right. Real I don't think real lasting legends are dicks. Just Good. Now. For the record, I don't. I think that's why they're legends. Good point. Yeah. They're really gracious human beings. I think some of the most iconic people wouldn't be that iconic. I mean, I, there are ex- exceptions and. And there are so many asshole celebrities. Uh, right, right. <laughs> oh my gosh! But you know, he wasn't one. He was awesome. Good, great to hear. Great, yeah. I enjoy that movie. As campy as it is, I enjoy that movie. Uh, yes, and I, I'm going to tell you the truth. I, I never wanted anyone to know that I had done it, and I was talking <laughs> things, and I, did, I should have just put my foot down, but I didn't. And and but I, I no regrets. Right, we have right. no regrets. Nope, no, no regrets. But it's not one that I'm like, oh, <laughs> watch, watch that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was fun. Talisa Soto, was, you know, is great, and and I think everybody in it did a did a good job for what it was. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> That's so funny that you. <laughs> well, I was so excited. We were kind of looking up your movie, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I remember this! This is awesome that you're in it." So I was excited. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I haven't seen it for. I was how... an evil vampire from space, so you know, Echo. I yes. I didn't know this about you, sister. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, and I got to tell you, they cut your death scene too short because you you got shot. And I was like waiting to see your death scene, and then they just cut oh, you off. <laughs> right? It was like moving on. Next, next setup. <laughs> next step. <laughs> that was my moment. I need a close up of you know. Exactly. <laughs> the whole thing. No, I. What's funny is that you notice that, and I remember thinking, I wonder why they're not doing a close up of my dying. But who cares about Sala? Sala's dead. She's out of the picture now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but you're. As he got here, and I was like. He was Roger Daltrey's like main squeeze of yeah, the movie, Sella. the bad girl Sella. Yep, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Roger Daltrey. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Echo, is that a uh, what's the picture behind you? 
Is did you take that? Was oh, that me? <laughs> Yes, hot. That's also just one of, I don't know, one of many modeling. One of oh, just models. one of. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have a Playboy cover up there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to get it set up, but I was like, that looks good here. So, yeah, I have, like Karina was saying, I, um, I have archived everything uh, or organized everything, and I have tons and tons and tons of memorabilia to the point where I'm going to have to hire an archivist to put everything together and you know and, and I'm so I'm so glad that we shot in the era of film you know to have actually oh, sure. it's a negative totally different deal um but yeah I've, I've got a lot of my you know content around and look I you so guys are making I'm going to show you mine hold on <laughs> look I'm taking you through my office so this is that thing, Echo. I don't know if you guys can oh, see. Oh shit! Now oh. that's reminding me. I need that's a. It's like a three D hologram. hologram. Oh wow! Yeah. That's that was actually that was an actually very. Interesting Look, I'm taking story. around my office. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, this is funny. Oh, did I did I lose you? No, no, we we got you. Oh. Did you lose oh, yeah, us? I'm gonna share. I'm going to share with them the hologram story. So that was a really interesting oh, yeah. um, okay. project. They only chose, I think it was six playmates. And it was this company out of San Francisco, a husband and wife team. And they had already done um, uh, major league I think baseball or, or maybe just athletes across the board. I don't really recall. I kind of feel like it was a little bit of both. But anyway. Yeah, he did so, athletes. So he did celebrities. Athletes, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we go to a studio, and this was one at a time, and I had no idea Karina had done it until two weeks ago when she told yeah. me. Yeah. And mine's like, like <laughs> I got to get mine back. Um, but it was so interesting because it's it's a hologram, so you, you get down, again, kind of similar to, like, shooting your centerfold of, like, what is your pose going to be? And you cannot move or divert from that because they literally have a special camera that shoots through this piece of glass, and then you watch it's them. Black. You're film, in the black. And you know whatever formula, and then it comes up. The image comes up. It's super cool. Oh wow! What year was and, this? And it's pitch black. It was like you were in the complete dark until, and it made that same noise. That's funny, Echo. You just reminded me. It made the same noise as like an old-fashioned camera, like like it was oh. really intense, <laughs> like all around you, and you're in this box. It was like, whoa, I hope I'm not being radiated. Maybe this wasn't a good idea. <laughs> I felt like that a few times. I'm like, I'm going to come out of this, and I'm going to be like a mutant. Something <laughs> is going to happen. You'd be perfect for then Ben Grilla, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really me. This isn't me now. It's right in there in that hologram. <laughs> My slap. You look better now than ever. Shut your face. Ah, oh, look who's talking. Look who's talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think going back to what you were saying about half, because you're right. I you're... tried to do my playboy makeup. <laughs> I did. I don't know what I had to rush because I was stuck in traffic. So sorry, I didn't make. You look gorgeous, by the way, Echo. Like you look really beautiful. You both look you beautiful both tonight. Do. Still to this day, yes. You both For a look second beautiful. there, I thought she was talking to us. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Oh, thank you. And then we knew better. <laughs> you're, you're in your dimples. This is amazing. 
All right. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we wrap this thing up? Why don't you guys promote your your podcast one more time and uh, tell everybody when it's coming and and where we can find it and everything you want to talk about. Yeah, Bunny Chronicles. You can go to too. I have a. I, it's not back up and running yet, but it will be soon. And I have a show. It's called alibitheshow.com. Amazing. Amazing. And, oh, yeah, Echo came through. And it's comedy, improv, scavenger hunt, pub crawl. It's yeah, really unique. Old school Vegas. And oh, and that's on. like on, on Fremont Street in Vegas or something? Uh-huh. Fun. Wow. Come to Vegas a lot? Well, we have a. I haven't been there now in a decade, but we have a, a friend of ours who sat down for one of our episodes. He's a stand-up comedian, and he he does Brad Garrett's club quite often, a couple times a year. So one of these times when he's performing there, we want to get out there and and check him out. So, yeah. Two, two years ago, three years ago, I was there. Yeah, when you guys when you guys come that way, absolutely hit up Karina and and go do that show. It was it was unlike anything. I've ever experienced or could imagine. You like, put cry laugh. Really? <laughs> it oh, makes yeah. you cry, cry laugh. laugh. That's what I like. Yeah, it sounds it sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's silly good times. It's just absurdity, but um, and, good absurdity. <laughs> and then Bunny Chronicles. Bunny Chronicles launches in, and then, I mean, we may as well on your show tell us. Also, I have a. YouTube channel called Aging Gracefully with Karina and Mary Jane and we're just you know just starting that we're going to be cross promoting with obviously the Bunny Chronicles but it's just helping women and men everybody but Mary Jane is a fitness guru she's amazing oh sure but, um, okay I, I, I saw some of that yep you know Aging Gracefully with Karina and Mary Jane but you asked what to plug. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Promote Chronicles. No, promote anything and everything. Plug Feel it free. All. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just realized that I built a website several months ago for BundyChronicles.com, and my brain is just that fried from we're doing so much stuff. And went on to go at a like shit. I gotta build a website. I was like, oh, I built it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, and it's beautiful. She's so brilliant with that stuff because I looked at it. I'm like, how did you forget that you built this? and they can input their um, email address and stay tuned for updates then we're going to have a merch line and just lots of stuff so awesome Bunny for sure and then obviously um, uh, the Bunny Chronicles like IG Instagram the Echo Bunny Chronicles Echo Bunny 93 we're uh, getting a page together for Karina for the Bunny Chronicles that'll be separate from her her personal one right now okay. um yeah. So just yeah, just stay tuned. Everything will be on um, BunnyChronicles.com in terms of when everything is launching. And um, OnlyFans, it's going to be rad, and so we'll do a huge announcement about that. And there'll be lots of behind-the-scenes nonsense fun stuff as well. I was afraid of what that was, and then Echo assured <laughs> me it's not what I thought it was. And I guess it's growing, and there's comedians on it, and it's not some weird porn hub anymore right i don't know and i don't mean to i didn't know like, that right it's it's full i mean it's it's everything it's everything cool platform and it's going like really people are you know it, it's pretty cool yeah it's 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 a place to put your content i mean it's similar to patreon at this it's a place to put your content that you know you're you're yeah, in control you of it way. exactly yeah yep 
So. Echoes joked, and you know, hey, OnlyFans, we might like bring your servers down because it's gonna be that badass. I like it. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Do you, um, then, Echo? Do you have your ph- uh, photography on somewhere? Um, all my so on Echo Bunny ninety three. Yep. Um, all of the pictures on there are photos that um, over a span of six years I produced um, for my website echojohnson.com back in the day um, and I would post a gallery every week for six years so I have 36,640 like images that I own that are were all produced by me you know we've got the makeup artist location photographer etc so if you go on to Echo Bunny 93 you'll see all of my pictures that are not Playboy it's just stuff that I created Oh, wow. Okay. All right. I, I would love to see all. I mean, you have so many that I obviously haven't seen. Me too. I didn't get to them all. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. Trying. <laughs> I'm so glad we were able to come on the show, you guys. Thank you. Oh, no. Thank oh. you. I'm still, I'm, I'm in awe. I'm, I'm still Aww. shocked. And <laughs> How Absolutely. We- <laughs> love your enthusiasm, both of you. It's amazing. We, uh, yeah, we were, we, your stories. we couldn't be more thankful. Yeah. And we are both, I know, looking forward to it. And, and I, I, I got to say, I think it's going to be huge. I mean, I think the people are going to love the podcast. I, you know, I mean, Playboy is just such a, just such a legacy and people are going to love to hear the stories. So thank you so much. Thanks so much. It is the ultimate American and the best Thank success you to you guys. I can't wait to listen to things that I haven't listened to that, you know, you're <laughs> <laughs> we're we're growing as we go. Every- yes, that's all we can do. How we do this? Yes. We're just doing things that we enjoy, and hopefully, other a, people do too. I want a tank top. I want a girl tank top with that on it. I like that. Yeah. yeah. All right, we will. Uh, Done. Merch. We, we we do. We have a good merch guy. So we're <laughs> we we do have mugs. If you ask, yes. So if if you ladies would like a mug or a t-shirt, let us know. We will send it to you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know what, guys? We should uh, when we know that we are launching and everything's like ready to roll. Um, uh, Karina and I should just hop on the show for I don't know ten or fifteen minutes, just do a little plug or something. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, we would love it anytime for sure. Oh, good. Yeah. Of course. Sure. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Thank you. All right. Bye. Okay. Have a good night. Thank you, Have guys. Have a great evening. Thank you so much. Nice so much fun. It was fun. Enjoyed it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. 
I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on ElectroCast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. ElectroCast. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with ElectroCast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of ElectroCast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join ElectroCast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to ElectroCast.com and join our community today. ElectroCast. Transform your influence. ElectroCast. ElectroCast.